What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind of Manson podcast. It's me, your host, Emiliano Manson. Ah, shit, man. We're gonna get weird today, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna get weird. We're gonna get tripped out. It's been a while since we got weird and got tripped out. Last couple, last handful of podcasts were really positive, you know. You know, I, I dare you guys to try something new with your life. Take on a new hobby. You know, I gave my sobriety on alcohol, my cool little story on that shit. I reviewed wrestling's biggest weekend, like WrestleMania and the Ring of Honor in New Japan G1 special at Madison Square Garden. Gave you some health tips on food, how to be a better person. Now it's time to get weird, guys. I'm going to trip you guys out today because today, today, shit. We're talking sex demons, occult stories, and music spells while I play the ultimate, ultimate classic, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. This is on the, on the tablet, just for the hell of it. So, we're gonna kick back and we are gonna, we're gonna talk sex demons, occult stories, music spells while, while I play this game, so... So let's do it. So let's let's get right to the strain of the day. We're going to get the strain of the day out the way real quick. Today's strain is fucking wedding cake. Shit, some fucking amazing, amazing. Just swimming in turps. Smells good and stinks. 84%. <clears throat> you can't get this one. I couldn't find this one in, in the in the punk-ass valley. So shout out to the spot in Denver. You guys know the rules. Unless I'm sponsored and getting paid. I'm not shouting you guys out. But shout out to the dispensary that had this shit. Um, but hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Like Outlaw when he does his dips. That's the one. Ooh. Wedding cake. Can also go by pink cookies. Pink pink cookies. But I've been hearing about wedding cake for quite a long fucking time, ladies and gentlemen. And when I had my chance to get the ha- my hands on it, I fucking snatched it up. I snatched it. So... Wedding cake is a cross between Girl Scout cookies and cherry pie, which both are fucking amazing. And it has like this peppery taste, but like a tangy, sweet, like almost citrusy, citrusy taste. I don't know. It is nice, though. It's nice. Um, This concentrate, like I said, is in the the mid-80s, but Leafy's saying that the flour... um, is like 25% or higher. You know what I'm saying? You know, like I said, you get like the sweet, like, I don't know, like minty, tangy. I get like this citrus flavor for some reason, but like you get the sweetness of like, <clears throat> I don't know how to explain it. Like, Cowtails. You fuckers ever tried cowtails, the candy? 
that like vanilla cream shit. That's kind of that's kind of what I get. That's that's the nail on the head right there. If you fuckers have ever tried cowtails, y'all probably thinking I'm weird as fuck. But keep in mind, fuckers, you you judgmental assholes. I'm from a small town of ten thousand people in southern Colorado, four hours away from any city. So in the general store, we have some shit. So if you've sh- if you've had the opportunity to try cowtails, candy, like a long stringy rope type of deal, try that shit and thank me later. But anyway, back to the wedding cake, that is. Um, the effects are hella relaxed, happy, you know, euphoric, uplifted, and it's going to give you the fucking munchies like a motherfucker. So you, you guys better be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. But if you're stressed, you're depressed, it's gone. And the cool thing is, is that this is also high on the pain relief side. You know what I mean? It's kind of less than half on the insomnia side. But if you guys are struggling with appetite and pain, like if you guys are on so much painkillers, once again, I am not a doctor. I am a rapper with a podcast. But in my experience, if if you're just taking nothing but like Percocets and ibuprofen 800s for your pain and you're not eating because it just jacks up your stomach and all that other junk... This wedding cake will will give you a hell of an appetite. So be prepared. Have some bomb munchies on hand. I'm just letting you guys know. You know what I mean? But the cotton mouth is real on this one, son. It's real as fuck. Real as fuck. You're going to have dry mouth like a motherfucker, man. Straight up. Straight up. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Wedding cake. It tastes good. Let me get one more before I put this down and tell you guys some cool stories and break down some cool shit while I play this classic video game. Mm-hmm. Since we are talking about sex demons, occult stories, and music spells, it's only right that we have like a creepy-ass fucking song to go with it so the song of the day that was me clapping my hands headphone people if that was loud i'm sorry i'm fucking i'm not sorry i'm not sorry song of the day ladies and gentlemen is man this takes me back wow let's go back to the year 2000 everybody let's go back to the year 2000 when 12-year-old David got his hands on, uh, back in, these are my Chicano rap days, ladies and gentlemen. These are the fucking Chicano rap days when Chicano rap was at its peak. Wow. Good old days. I wonder if that stuff still exists. Does Chicano rap still exist? I haven't heard shit. And I'm, you know, I, then again, that ain't my style of, you know, Rasa's my people. I love my Rasa, but that's not my shit at all. You know what I mean? I wonder if Chicano rap still exists. Yes, I know it exists. I'm being a fucking smartass. You know what I mean? That's another podcast. Actually, I'm gonna, that just gave me a dope idea. 
That just gave me a dope idea. Stay tuned. If you listen to this episode and you see what I'm talking about later, stay fucking tuned because I just came up with a dope idea. But anyway, 2000, the year 2000. I heard a song by Night Owl on his Nightmares album. Featuring another one of my favorite rappers by the name of Mr. Little One. Ladies and gentlemen, this song is called I Am Not Afraid to Die. I'm not afraid to die. I'm not afraid to ride. Real G's multiply. Forgot the other fucking part. Little One comes in. Homicide carols. Rap devils. Fucking something. That song is amazing. It's creepy as fuck. You know what? I'm going to categorize this song in a creepy fucking song. You know what I'm saying? You guys know what I'm saying? You got those scary, haunting songs. You know, like, for example, uh, Midnight in Montgomery by Alan Jackson is a scary fucking haunting song. You know what I'm saying? Doug Stone's Better Off in a Pine Box is pretty fucking haunting. John Anderson's Seminole Wind is haunting. Uh, You know what I'm saying? That creepy, haunting feeling. Hotel California is a creepy, haunting feeling to it. So that's why I decided to throw... I'm not afraid to die in there. Because it's just... it, It grabs your soul and just haunts you and fucking... It's a dope song. I encourage all you guys, especially if you like hip hop, go out of go way out of your comfort zone back to the year two thousand, and Night Owl and Mr. Little One. I'm not afraid to die. That's the song of the day. So let's start this game. Uh, I was bored one day with some time on my hands a couple weeks ago or a week ago. I don't really remember, and I was just browsing the. The fucking Microsoft store. And, uh, this suggestion for San Andreas came up. GTA San Andreas, the old video game for the PS2. I think it was 2003. Yes, I'm an old head. I'm, I'm your fucking dad's favorite rapper if you're, if, if you're early teens. I'm, I'm your pops' favorite rapper. I'm an old head. You know, I'm a, I'm an old school motherfucker. So... I saw the suggestions on this shit, and fucking, I was like, fuck yeah, I forgot about this fucking game, so, and it was cheap as fuck, it was like five bucks, I was like, fuck it, why not, because I don't don't really play video games, I'm I'm not a gamer, I could be, you know, I, I just don't really have time for it, and shit, along, you know, with... You know, with fucking, you know, work and the podcast and, you know, music. I do all my fucking own shit. I'm independent right now. Right now. Um, you know, I have home base studio up in Denver called Colorado Sounds. Shout out to Colorado Sounds and Midwest Jess. Um, you know, um, you know, write all my own shit. I make all my own beats and my own instrumentals, you know. Shout out to all the producers that hit me up and want to collab, but I'm at a point where I either have a live band making my back, like, instrumentals and background music, or 
I do it. So, I don't really have the time on my hands to just be a hardcore gamer. I, I want to, you know. That way, I could one day challenge Kenny Omega. And, like, maybe to, like, some Mortal Kombat. But I, I have to train like a motherfucker. That, that'd be cool. To challenge Kenny Omega or Xavier Woods in Mortal Kombat. The original Mortal Kombat. That would be sick. They'd probably both fuck me up, but still, that would be sick. So when I saw this, I was like, cool. If I have time on my hands, this is something I can play. So we are going to do this shit. Um, I've been doing it for a while. So we're at T-Bone Mendez on the T-Bone Mendez level. So... Do you guys know what sex demons are? They're demons you can have sex with. No, I'm kidding right now. Uh, sex demons are fucking dangerous, y'all. Um, like I said, I don't really speak on, you know, uh, religion. I am a proud Christian. Don't care if you like that or hate that. You, you ain't gonna change my mind. It's none of my business what you believe in. But for what I believe in, you know, you got to be, you know, it's got to be pure, you know. Um, and hell yeah, uh, you know, people slip up and all that. I'm trying to make my way to go see, uh, the heck's his name, Jizzy? That motherfucker that looks like, uh, he's the pimp on this game. I'm just getting into a taxi right now. He's the pimp on this fucking game. He looks like, he looks like Pinky from Friday After Next, but in a... And a purple suit, so I'm gonna go visit him and see what kind of fucking mission this motherfucker has for me. But when it comes to sex, you open portals in your body, and if it's negative, you can have demons start manifesting in your fucking body. And that shit is dangerous. And I just called somebody an asshole because they ran into my taxi and now the door's just flung open. Fucking bastards. And this is in San Fierro right here. I just got to San Fierro. If you remember that shit. It's supposed to be like San Francisco. It's a real small town. Real narrow roads. High hills. But yeah. Speaking of high hills. A bad bitch in high hills will fuck with you. Fuck your life up probably. And fucking uh, possess your ass. You know what I'm saying? So what we're going to talk about today are the different kinds of sex demons because um I found this shit off of uh this is called list verse and it's a fucking list that explains sex demons and I just rolled my fucking taxi let's see if I get back on four wheels oh yeah I fucking did it I got back on four wheels so throughout history and across the world People have reported sexual contacts with all manner. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Strange. 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 As soon. Yo, as soon as I went to break down the top 10 fucking sex demons, 
My computer started fucking up. That is some shit, y'all. Yo, and my fucking camera is on. What the fuck? <laughs> Whoa, dude. This is some shit. I'm not fucking around. I never use my web camera. I got a little yellow fucking part of a sticky note tab covering it. And this shit is just weird. So I'm going to retype in the fucking uh, website for the article. And I'm going to read it to you. Wow, that was some shit. Alright. So here we go again. This verse, here we go. Throughout history, across the world, people have reported sexual contacts with a matter of spiritual beings. Many people believe sex demons were born out of need as a way to explain away subjects that are more generally considered taboo. Fuck this little introduction paragraph. Let's get into it because this motherfucker looks like, like, like a crackhead homie I used to do. What the fuck, man? Just kick me off again, son. What the fuck? What the fuck? Damn, son. This is crazy. Where the fuck is my taxi? My taxi just parked by a tree. Forgot about that. That is some weird shit. Why in the fuck won't my computer let me talk about sex demons to you guys? Is this a sign? Alright, here we go again. Um, if this kicks me off again, I'm going to pause the game, get on this little computer laptop, whatever, read you the list there, and if it kicks me off of that one, I don't know how I'm going to talk to you guys about fucking sex demons, because maybe this is a sign, so here we go. The top ten list is Popo Bawa. Popobawa, meaning bat wing in Swahili, is said to be a large bat-like creature. What the fuck? With one eye and a very large fucking... <laughs> and a very large penis. It is said to stalk the men and women of Africa, surrounding islands. It is a shapeshifter, often taking the shame of a, the shape of a form of a human or an animal. Usually visits households at night and it doesn't discriminate against men, women, or children, often sodomizing an entire household before moving on. The victims are warned by Popobawa to tell others about the attack or its risk of returning. What the fuck? No wonder it was kicking me off. Uh, says he first appeared. On the island of uh, Pemba in 1965, and the sightings have been reported as recently as 2007, there have been several theories about Popobawa's origin. Some say it is an angry spirit created by a sheik to take vengeance on his neighbors. In 2007, a researcher, Benjamin Radford, investigated and found that the roots are in Islam. The dominant re religion of the area, according to Radford, holding or reciting the Quran is said to keep the Popobamba at bay, much as the Bible said to disciple Christian demons. Wow. Imagine, imagine seeing that motherfucker, just this one-eyed cyclops. Oh shit, the phone's ringing. Hey Caesar, the Yay leaving San Piero, right? Right, but they're using bikes, CJ, they go cross-country. 
Let's see where it's at. Get on my map. Get on my map. Hmm. Oh, they're in fucking Angel Pine. I'm at Jizzy's Club. I'm gonna have to hit the middle finger button. Not right now. I gotta check into some shit. I gotta shit. check into some shit. Number nine. Traku and La Fiora. Uh, from Chile. Said to be the home of Traku, a sexually potent dwarf. <laughs> Sexual potent dwarf. Sorry about that. With the power to paralyze women with a look before having sex with them. Oh. Bill Cosby. Okay. Mostly like Bill Cosby. Whizzle shizzle. Pudding pot. Motherfucker. Um, described as a young ugly goblin like often wearing a hat and suit. It's kind of like if Donald Trump wore a suit with a hat. Or Obama. I don't know. They're gonna go. Uh, I, I, I can feel the trigger coming through the podcast. Motherfucker! Don't you dare say anything bad about Trump, motherfucker! I'm just like, hey. He grabs pussies. I'm cool with him. Unemployment is up because of him. I'm, I'm cool with the motherfucker. Plus, Kid Rock's one of my favorite musicians, so I support anything that motherfucker does. Anyway. We're going to move away from the fucking uh, sexual, the Bill Cosby sexual dwarf. Incubus and Succubus. Succubai. Succubai. Succubashi. No, that's a wrestler. Probably the most well-known sex demon. The Succubus is a female demon. You might have saw that South Park episode. Uh, who takes form of an attractive seduct- seductress in order to seduce men. It is generally believed that the succubus legend came as a result of the medieval uh, preoccupation with sin, especially sexual sins of women. The male version of succubus is incubus, not the band, the demon. Like his female counterpart, the incubus will drain the strength of and the life and energy of his victims. Unlike the succubus, the incubus will impregnate his victims with another incubus, so that explains why my cousin stole all that money from my grandpa, his firearms, their pain pills. That explains why they did it over and over. No wonder my dumbass fake preacher uncle, he don't know any better. He fucked this he fucked the succubus. That makes total sense. Even though me and my grandpa don't talk anymore, can't wait to tell him. <laughs> oh man, that would really piss him off. I should do it just to fucking piss him off anyway. Um, carry, they make him carry the baby long term when she gives birth the baby appears to be stillborn it will have no pulse it will appear with no breath then around the age of 7 the child will appear to behave normally but usually be very attractive and intelligent so so okay 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 yeah so yeah succubus and incubus Encantado. In Brazil, in the rainforest, the Amazon, and the Bodo River, dolphin believed with shape-shifting powers, it could turn into a very charming and beautiful man called Encanto. That's my new fucking, that's my new luchador name. Encantado. 
El Encantado. My my luchador name is actually El Mario Wano. El Mario Wano. El Marijuano. But that's dope. El, coming to the ring. <laughs> coming to the ring from Center, Colorado. Weighing in at 190 pounds. El Encantado. With this fucking San Andreas playing in the background. That's all you probably hear is the fucking thing. I forgot about the game because I was reading the article. Let's see Mike Toreno. T-Bone. Pump the brakes, baby. Take a chill pill. Open your eyes, dog. Is that Kid Frost's voice? Now he's a real hero out there. See? We still good. What are you, Rato Stupid? Someone's on to us. That is Kid Frost's voice. I never knew that. I think they was just trying I probably did, but never paid attention. Mike, I've been trying to contact you. What? Kid Frost a legend too, by the way. Who are you? Okay. Just keep talking. Okay, just keep talking. Man, who is Mike? Man, they taking the yeah shipment and the van. Taking the yeah shipment and the van, and Mike's the one of the best. How the fuck we gonna know where he is? He's gonna talk to us till his battery runs out. Come on, we gotta bounce. All right, let's check. Oh shit! What do I gotta do? Gotta make this quick. Mike doesn't got much time on his battery left. Uh oh, I'm definitely gonna fail this fucking mission because I'm gonna talk to you guys, but I'm gonna get in this car. And we're gonna roll, Hato. Let's roll, Hato. Hmm. So where am I going? Ah, uh, there's the yellow triangle. Now I know where I'm going. Take me home tonight. I don't wanna let you go away. Anyway, El Encantado uh, is a dolphin that shapeshift will impregnate your bitch, uh, and and they'll grow up to steal from their grandparents and live their majority of their young adult life in prison. So that makes sense. My cousins are succubus. They're sucky bitches, so that makes sense that they're succubus. Laiulu comes in at number six. Uh, Jewish folklore tells of Laiu, a demon who visits women while they sleep. His feminine counterpart is... L I'm butchering all these names. I'm his fucking Hispanic from the Valley. My grammar sucks, even though I'm an amazing rapper. At least so I've been told. I think I suck. You be the judge. Go listen to my album, fucking Red Rum. Streaming everywhere now. Let me hit pause. Let me hit the pause ski button real quick. Yes, I did say ski because I am a good brother. Too sweet, motherfucker. Anyway, these demons were particularly source of anxiety for mothers because they were known to kidnap their children. Kind of like the Yorona Cabrona. Anyway, it was another succubus who would visit men at night to ensure the, con the continuation of her demonic race. Wow. See, bitches have been crazy for a long time. I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, what the fuck? What's this one called? Literic. Literate, literic. 
Motherfucker probably couldn't read, so he was illiterate. Literate, that's what I'm going to call him. In the northern, northern regions of Hungary, there was a, said to live a creature called the literic, the illiterate literic. Um, it hatches from its first egg of a black hen and is often said to hide in people's pockets. It enters victims' homes through the keyhole. Once inside, illiterate literic shapeshift into a human, often taking form of a dead relative of the infect intended victim. It rapes the victim and makes the house very dirty before departing. <laughs> That's a fucking dirty Mexican joke waiting to happen, y'all. Uh, the illiterate literic the illiterate literic can be exercised by either stealing a tree hollow or persuading it to perform near an impossible task. Kind of like raising its kids. Once again, a dirty Mexican joke right there for you. Hey, guys. I'm fucking Rasa like a motherfucker. Kiss my ass if you want to get pissed off about that. My last name is Medina. Fuck off. Yeah, anyway, I'm going to skip on from the fucking shape-shifting keyhole pocket fucking freak. Fucking rapist. That's fucked up, motherfucker. Man. Man, that's fucking brown as fuck, yo. That's stereotypical shit. Motherfucker comes in through the keys, through the keyhole of the door. Rapes you and then just dirties your fucking house. Son of a bitch. Or that could be more of a KKK guy, Jerry Springer type of dude. I have no idea. What is this one called? Uh, Orang Minyak? Minyak? I don't know. The picture just shows this fucking... Mm, like blackface creature in a turtleneck. But it says in the 1960s, a large number of young women were raped in several Malaysian towns. The attacker was described as a naked man covered from head to toe with oil. <laughs> Some say that he could appear invisible to non-virgins. Mass panic ensured that the young women of the region began wearing sweaty, stinky clothes so he would mistake them for male and leave them to be. So these chicks would wear stinky clothes and be sweaty so the men won't talk to them. They do that every Sunday at, at Walmart and McDonald's. Goes back to my Walmart drinking game. Which is the the last weird podcast. If you're digging this weird, scary podcast, because after I break down these last three sex demons, we're going to get into some fucked up shit. So if you're feeling this weird podcast, go back and listen to the Mind of Manson podcast, exploring the paranormal side of the San Luis Valley, because I talk about that in there. You know what I'm saying? Alp, A-L-P, is a German folklore. The Alp is a small elf-like creature who is said to have climbed into a sleeping victim's chest, turned into a fine mist... Kind of like the Great Kabuki's Mist. <laughs> or, uh... Fuck's his name? He just got released. He's a fucking legend. Ah, uh, mm, That's pissing me off. Tajiri. Tajiri. Or, or Hornswoggle's Green Mist. That's probably what it's like. Anyway, it enters through the nostrils, the mouth, or the, or the vagine. Once inside, the elk 
has the ability to control the victim's dreams, creating horrible nightmares. Its victims reported breathless when they feeling breathless when they awoke. Wow, number two says angels. Let's see this. Nephilim were a race of giants who came about as a result of fallen angels having intercourse with human women. Translated in Hebrew text, Nephilim means fallen ones. Genesis 6-4 tells us, Now giants were upon the earth in those days, for those sons of God went in to the daughters' men and brought forth children. These are mighty men of old, men of renown. Hmm. Shame on you motherfuckers. Shame. Shame. Ready? Drum roll, motherfuckers. Aliens. Aliens, son. Not bad. 32 minutes in and had my first drink. I'm doing pretty good. Because that wedding cake does give you cotton now. Anyway. Uh, let's see. This one's going to get interesting, y'all. Some support... <sighs> Fucking wedding cake. I'm all stoned. Modern day version of the Incubi myth. There are some countless cases of alien abductions with many sexual undertones. Some reports suggest the use of an invasive anal probe and others talk sexual unions with aliens and themselves. 52-year-old jazz singer claims to have regular sex with six-foot-tall reptilian men my first sexual encounter with an alien was unlike any of making love experience I've ever seen before. It was so intense and enjoyable, and without wanting to get too graphic, it was much larger than most men. I remember exactly how I felt when I saw him for the first time. I awoke from my sleep to find myself making love to what appeared to be a Greek god. At first, I assumed I was in a fucking lucid dream. But the sex was very intense. As I closed my eyes, I was overwhelmed with how comfortable I felt with this unknown being. The next time I opened my eyes, he had transformed into a reptilian entity with scaly, snake-like skin. Then I realized I was making love to a shape-shifting alien. Sensing I was scared, the reptile whispered, We've always been together. We love each other. The, organi the, organisms were, the orgasms were intense. When I tell men about my reptilian experience, they find it difficult. Uh, countless stories involving alien human lovemaking um, of Brazil claims that in 1957 he was abducted by aliens and put in a room with beautiful haired women and was forced to mate with her. Um, another dude claimed that he would have sexual with... Uh, I'm not saying names on this article, but she was 500 years old. In the 1970s, a 19-year-old girl from California claimed to be gangbanged and raped by six blue-skinned, webbed-footed uh, humanoids. Nah, that's California, girl. You just got a gangbang, you stupid puta. But yeah, man, uh, that is some weird fucking shit. And I just want to go back up to the top where it says that she was a jazz singer and she would have sex with like reptilian looking creatures that's just her fucking the rec record executives ladies and gentlemen don't get that fucking twisted 
you know how the music industry is and the entertainment industry is, folks. That's that's why I'm independent. But I also better keep my mouth shut because I have some label meetings coming up. <clears throat> anyway, back to the game. Where are we going? Desert. Had to be out of the rain. Because in the desert... I fucking hate this uh, San Fierro fucking street because on the bikes you can tear it up. But I don't know how I ended up with this fucking boat car. This car is a fucking boat, ladies and gentlemen. The desert sun, my skin began to turn red. In the desert sun. Yo. I'm looking for an alien bitch to get next with and have sex with and buy a fancy necklace. The desert on a horse with no name. It felt good. Alright, Kid Frost. Motherfucker, I went to the wrong place. The fucking yellow triangle made me get right in front of my fucking... In the garage that I won from Catalina. Mike's cell phone's battery's running low. Well, that's what he gets. That's what he gets for using Verizon. His fucking cell phone battery is turning low. Alright. Do you guys want to talk about something else? I do. There's a man by the name of John Todd. I heard about John Todd. Through one of my favorite rappers in the world. Oh fuck. Oh shit, now I gotta go to the airport freight depot. Now I gotta go turn around rapido, like Kid Frost said. I found out through back to the subject. John Todd. He's an ex fucking uh an ex-fucking Illuminati member, record executive. I heard about him through Professor Griff. Professor Griff is part of the legendary hip-hop group Public Enemy. When you think of Public Enemy, all you think of is Chuck D and Flavor Flav. Motherfucker forget to mention Professor Griff, but he gives no fucks because he'd rather not be mentioned for all that fucking mainstream bullshit that Flavor Flav did on the fucking love shows. And, and you know, shout out to Chuck D too because they, they're killing it. They're with the Prophets of Rage thing. That shit is nice. But anyway, if you listen to John Todd, he explains that music is used to create spells and put spells on people, which makes fucking sense. Huh. Alright, where's the van? And rescue Mike. Aw, oh, fuck. Some bitch. Anyway. He explains in this uh, YouTube clip that there are so many, uh... So many witches and wizards and satanic motherfuckers in L.A. Because that's all that the music industry is run by. And... What they do is, for anybody who's not familiar with music in the music industry, the master is the most important thing in 
the music industry because that's what makes mass copies. Back in the day, it was like the big music films, you know, the big fucking extra, extra large A-track tapes, you know what I'm saying? Nowadays, it's just a bunch of run sheet papers with fucking, uh, it's just run sheet papers with a master copy of the album, and the master copy is the most fucking important thing ever, because that controls your levels, you know, if you fuck up on a level, you could go back and, you know, readjust it, you want to make something louder, something quieter, you can adjust it through the masters, you have to have your masters, um, which goes back to my, which goes back to my other, fuck, I failed because I'm driving around fucking talking to you guys, oh well, we're gonna try that level again, I'm probably gonna fail a lot on this, but fuck it, um, I don't need to listen to that shit again, I just not gotta get in the car with Kit Frost, and what they do is, they send that master copy out to the, to the, to the distribution companies, so when you get to the distribution companies, um, those are what make the mass, mass, you know, copies. That's where you get mass copies of the album is through your masters. That's why it goes back to, you know, I said on my breaking down my album, I have a podcast where I broke down my last album, Red Rum. I broke down every song, and at the end, I'd, I'd let you guys know, I'll say it again, I, I have some label meetings coming up here in, uh, around June, and, uh, it's with Atlantic Records, not gonna hide anything from you guys, it's with Atlantic Records, I've been talking to a couple different A&Rs over there, um, they, they dig my music, they dig everything, but straight up, plain and simple, um, there's a lot of money on the table, uh, there's a lot of money on the table, like, set for life type of money on the table, and, it's scary because I know who runs the music industry. Being a strong Christian, I know who I will be kind of like working with and working by and working for, I guess you could say. So that's why I mentioned in my last podcast that I don't care how much money is on the table, even though it's it's a dream come true money on the table. You know, it's, it's big time money that if I don't get my master copies, if I don't get to keep my masters, I'm not signing the contract. Uh, I'm asking for full creative control so I don't get my image fucked with and I'm asking for for my masters because I've done music for 21 years I deserve my masters I'm just as good as anybody you fucking heard of only thing is being in a small town in this fucking Alamosa I haven't caught a break yet but that's cool because it's like Kevin Owens and John Cena like I said on that one podcast but anyway that's why I want my masters because what these people do is in every record, in every record uh, executive, in every record company, John Todd says that there's an altar room in the record company, either below the building or up high in an executive office, and it's a satanic, they do satanic rituals and they cast demonic spells into your music through your master. They put your master copy on the altar and they just start casting demonic spells into your music, you know what I mean, so, say like if you have like a sad song or something, and you didn't intend the listener to feel sad, you know what I'm saying, you did not intend the listener to feel sad about that song, that you wanted to express your pain, these fuckers can cash, 
cast demons into your master and give you a pissed off feeling. Um, you've never wanted to cheat on your wife or husband, but all of a sudden a song makes you want to fucking start going out. That's casting the succubus into the fucking masters. This shit is not a joke, ladies and gentlemen. The music industry is very fucking dangerous. It is very shady. It is very sketchy. But straight up, I think I will do really, really well in it, being that I have the power of the Lord with me all day, every day. Whether if y'all like that or not, I don't really give a fuck. But, oh man, we fell in the river, Kid Frost. Damn. But they, they cast these rituals. I'm just going to let the car sink and drown and blow up and get wasted. We're going to we're gonna try uh, the woozy mission instead of this mission with Kid Frost next. But you uh, you need your masters, guys. Because what John Todd explains is that they put that, they put the master and then they play it and they do rituals around it and they're casting negative energy and, and demons into your fucking music. And then that gets produced to mass millions and then that gets made copies everywhere and that gets sent out to distribution companies everywhere. And here's a secret, guys. My masters get blessed. That way, if it gets into the hands of some people, nothing can get cast into it. I always have my masters blessed. Um, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know what I'm saying? So, if you feel in some type of way after listening to music, especially rock music, I love rock music. But, if they don't sound right, and they don't feel right, and it gives you like, like, like a sick to your stomach feeling, then... Um, maybe you shouldn't listen to it. You know, he also goes on to explain how, I don't remember if he said the band's name or not, so I'm not going to try to say the band's name, but he goes on, John Todd goes on to explain that fucking, um, he goes on to explain, let me get this park, this car right here, that way I could go fucking go to do the woozy mission. He explains, fucking, being a pothead, I forgot what I was just going to say. Just kidding. John Todd explains, um, in another vi YouTube video, that fucking, get out of my way, you fucking pricks. Ah, oh, man, I just hit somebody in front of a cop, now I got a star. And this lady just went to dive out of the way and dove in front of the car. It's what you get, bitch. Drive-bys on random fucking people for your bitch ass. John Todd explains that, um, fucking bastard. Fucking, there you go. How about that? How about that? Blew your fucking car up, pussy. He explains that this band, uh, pledged their allegiance to, to the devil did acid and wrote one hell of a fucking song and at the same time a band in England did an, I don't know another kind of drug pledged their allegiance to punk ass Satan yes I said punk ass Satan cause he a bitch anyway um and they got the same vision and wrote the same fucking song which is weird as fuck 
You know what I'm saying? So, music spells are real. I encourage you guys to type in John Todd. Type in John Todd on YouTube and just listen to the motherfucker speak. He uh, is born again. He got saved. And he's just trying to wake people the fuck up. So what you guys need to do is go listen to John Todd. Uh, he's already dead and gone. He's an old motherfucker. And, you know, let's see what this one says. Run Fali. What's going down, Woozy? Let me introduce you to Chuck Fu. Ron Fali. He heads the Red Gecko Town on the West Coast. Yeah, man, so... How you doing? Check out John Todd. Also, check out Professor Griff, because Professor Griff goes into a, a fuckload of rituals, man. A fuckload of rituals. Like, for example, there's a badass interview with the... I think they call it Deadbolt TV. It's Professor Griff and this other dude. It's about 54 minutes long. Professor Griff has a black turtleneck on... And it's one of the best interviews I've ever fucking heard from Professor Griff. Interview, lecture type of deal. But anyway, he goes on and explains, like, for example, at certain concerts, you go through rituals. Like, for example, if you got the devil horns up and you're banging your head back and forth and you're throwing the devil signs, do your fucking research and know what that means. You're going through a ritual. Uh, they explained that uh, on the Blueprint 3 tour, uh, when Jay-Z had, you know, the the black church and, like, the black-looking Satan witch on the screen, then he had everybody throw up the, you know, the... Now we know what it is, but back then he was throwing up the rock. You know, he's doing that hand gesture. And by him doing that hand gesture, causing fucking a whole sold-out arena of, like, 20,000, 30,000 people... You're going through the ritual. They got you. You're going through the ritual. Uh, when Lady Gaga performed, I think, at the VMAs or AMAs or or Ritual Awards or whatever, when she came down from those pillars with the, the pillars and the curved top, that's some Mason shit. Do your fucking research. And then the bitch got covered in blood. That Rituals happen on fucking TV all the motherfucking time. You guys just need to wake the fuck up and start doing your research because in the end... It'll, it'll help you and it'll save your life. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like... That's why when people get all strange and salty about, like... You know, gun laws and all that, like... You know, maybe we should make background checks... You know, a little more... A little more strict. But at the same time... What are you gonna do... If you get confronted... By an aggressive crackhead that don't want to leave your ass alone... What the fuck are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Late at night. What you going to do about it? Wish you had a gun? Hope that your pepper spray fucking stops them? You guys got to be prepared. You guys got to open your fucking mind and realize what the fuck's going on. There ain't a damn thing you can do about it besides get your life right with the Lord and, and keep a big fat box of ammunition in case some shit go down. You know what I'm saying? But, at the same time... You guys got to be conscious, man. You guys got to be aware and you guys got to be awake. Which, being awake... I got on fucking talk radio on this motherfucker. Change the fucking channel. Change the motherfucking channel right there. Trying to swipe it and it ain't swiping. He murdered innocent people. But he grind. He grinding. Oh yeah, he grinding. Yes, he is. 
Oh yeah! Hey, the radio's off now, some bitch. Anyway, being awake goes along with this next topic because this next topic is uh occult stories, ladies and gentlemen. Uh nice. Did a two wheels double bonus, got an extra twenty-four dollars. Um occult stories. There are a lot of different cults out there. Like cult cult. There are a lot of different cults out there. You know, the the biggest, most dangerous cult in the world, though, is... Um, the most dangerous cult in the world is the United States government. You know, that is the biggest and most dangerous cult in the world. You know, you don't want to fuck with those guys. Plain and or simple. That's the biggest, most dangerous cult in the world. And then you have the KKK... You know, and then you have a bunch of shit. You got the Masons, you got the fucking Freemasons, which is a funny fucking story, actually, that I have to tell you guys. I was killing some fucking time in Denver before a studio session back in 2012. And I was real, real heavy on uh, research. I think that's when I was at my peak with the conspiracy theory research, so this shit was insane to me. I'm in this fucking parking garage looking for a fucking, either a van or a car I gotta get, so, let's see if I find it, let's see if I find it, where the fuck is it, come on, where's the car, had some time to kill, right, and this hotel I used to stay at in Denver, I still stay there, shout out to the Curtis, shout out to the Curtis, um, Curtis or Hilton Center downtown is my spots. You know what I'm saying? Hilton, hit your boy up for a sponsorship. Oh, shit. Let's see what's going on. It's an ambush. Fuck. They're covering the exits. Take the car back out of the garage. I didn't pig out. Finally got a call from a girl I want to dig out. Another 24. Gotta go, gotta go. Anyway, shout out to the Curtis in fucking Denver, man. Um, shout out to the Curtis in Denver. There's a dope-ass fucking bar and restaurant in there that y'all fucks need to go check the fuck out. Anyway, it was early in the fucking morning, right? And what I did is... I used to be a big coffee drinker and a big caffeine fucking drinker, right? Big on it. Was real big on it. Was real big on the caffeine. Like I said on a couple podcasts ago, you know, two Red Bulls and a handful of cup of coffees a day. That was me. So, uh, they had this bomb-ass coffee down there, right? So me, I, I decided to go check it out. You know get a badass fucking expensive ass cup of coffee was good was really good did the motherfucking job but anyway um anyway I'm trying to outrun these fucking mobster motherfuckers with bags of cocaine on their back so I went down there and no bullshit puts this 
the table next to me is uh, somebody wanted to be one, so they asked one. They wanted to be one, so they asked one, if you know what that means. And the, the setup meeting was right fucking next to me. And I could not believe the shit I was fucking hearing. It was just a, a young man, probably about my age, if not a little older. Um, you know, looked like a good kid. Looked like he had a good head on his shoulders. You know, looked like he respectful and all that shit. And he was explaining to these two dirty ass old men with big ass mason ring blings on. Explaining to him why he wanted to be part of the organization. And they were explaining to him how they make uh, men better. You know what I'm saying? So, um, with that being said, I started, like, laughing my fucking ass off. And the motherfucker goes, is something funny? And I said, just the way you're deceiving this young man. And the guy goes, you know nothing about this. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Have a good day, sir. Like, all fucking proud and proper and shit. And, uh... Yeah, you make babies cry when they see your face. Yeah, you make babies cry when you see your face, motherfucker. Anyway, um... He told me basically to fuck off and have a good day. You know, kind of like when Jim Cornette told Johnny Ace, Thank you, fuck you, bye! It was pretty much the... Alright, hold on, I gotta fight this cop real quick. You bumped into me, bitch. See, I didn't have to use gun. I'll take yours though. Stomp you in the dick. Take your pistol, motherfucker. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go, guys. I gotta run away. Um, basically told me thank you, fuck you, bye, fuck off, bitch. Have a good fucking day, right? Pretty much. Pretty much. That's what he fucking told me. Oh, I was gonna jack that bike, but she drove away. So I said, excuse me? And he goes, you know nothing about this. Have a good fucking day. So at that point, you know, I started like getting that feeling in my stomach like something was about to go down. You guys know what feeling I'm talking about and shit. Hold on. Where the fuck am I running to? I don't even know where the fuck I'm running to. I gotta save the game. Put the marker right there. Anyway, um, so I decided to get my cup of coffee and, and take it to go because, you know, there's two of them and it, it was turning into a scene kind of loud and I turned around and told that guy that Jesus is the only way and I looked at the Freemasons and I told him that Harama Biff was a black man and they were just sad because a black man had all the secrets and the white man didn't and if that pisses you off what I just said you obviously don't know what the fuck I'm talking about and I said that's why uh, I said that's why Jesus said that not one stone of your temple will be standing and they got up and I started walking off because I ain't trying to get jumped by no motherfucking old motherfuckers I walked the fuck off and I'm pretty sure, I don't know how that meeting went. I hope the guy didn't go for it, but they, he probably did. But yeah, that was, a, that was a cool story that these fucking... 
it was just weird coincidence that that I was doing truth research and that there happened to be a to be one ask one fucking meeting going on at the Curtis fucking restaurant early in the fucking morning like around 10 o'clock which makes fucking sense uh, fucking phone ringing again fuck fucking Catalina just called me a pig I thought I was done with that fucking bitch those were the those were the worst fucking levels of my life. I was robbing those fucking things with Catalina. Her fucking accent was pissing me the fuck off. Fucking bitch. Anyway, yeah, man, just just coincidence. And uh, kind of like uh, there's that video on Instagram and all over Facebook and YouTube. I saw it on all different platforms. Where the the day they the day that New York made the ruling for the abortion law, this. This uh, lady stood up. I think she was a nun. Anyway, she said, "May God have mercy on the state of New York." You know, and you could see all the fucking uh, politicians, you know, shake shaking each other's hands and hugging and you know kissing each other off, uh, kissing each other on the on the cheek and the lips. You know, wiping the baby blood off the infant blood off of each other's fucking mouth. Those disgusting bastards. And then the lady stands up and says, May God have mercy on the state of New York or something like that. You see them get scared. And that's kind of what I seen those fucking old men do was get fucking scared kind of. Because anything bad and wicked, once you mention the Lord's name, you see them turn into cowards, which is amazing. And now we're going to segue into this... uh this uh this last little topic here i got a cool story for y'all what a better way to segue it y'all cult i had an encounter and an experience with a real life cult ladies and gentlemen and so did a handful of other people and so did almost all of alamosa Turn it to Radio Los Santos. Where the fuck am I going? Even, oh, that's too short. Even though my sister smoked crack cocaine. Um, I don't even know where the fuck I'm going. Where am I going? Where am I going? Let's go see Jizzy at the club. That Kid Frost mission again, I guess. Um. So... A few years ago, I worked at this hotel in Alamosa. I worked at the Hampton. Um, it was a good job. It was a good job. The people I worked with were cool. Were hella cool. We, we still all get along to this day. Uh, you know, boss was a crackhead doing some fucked up shit. That's why I left. That's why everybody left. I think that's why the motherfucker sold it to the other motherfucker. But anyway... I was working at the Hampton, right? And, uh... Well, before I was working at the Hampton, I'd, I'd go to Walmart, and I'd see this this uh, church, and if I should... I, I gotta find a way to start live live recording these podcasts for you. Uh, putting it to video. Because if you see me right here, right now, I gotta get out the car, because I got it stuck in between a fucking staircase and alley type of thing. I gotta run up a flight of stairs to get another car. Watch where you're going. Fucking cops just told me to watch where I'm going. Come on, motherfucker. Hey! 
Anyway, anyway, ski. I was seeing this, and I'm doing this in quotations, y'all. This church, this church was out in front of Walmart, you know, just, you know, asking people to, if they want to, you know, do prayer and go to Bible study and go to their church. And then the next thing I know, all right, at the Hampton here in Alamosa, Alamosa, there's 80 rooms, I believe, 80 rooms. You On the first floor, you have a handicapped king suite. And then the second, third, and fourth floor, you have a queen suite and a queen suite on each side. Do you know what I'm saying? Boss is like, we got all the suites sold. This church is going to be here, and they got the meeting room booked. So I'm like, oh, cool. That's dope. I like church. That's tight. But then they show up. Then they show up. And here's where it got fucking weird, y'all. Let me break it down for y'all. This place was called the World Mission Society Church of God. If you belong to that, and you're listening to this podcast, I'm probably going to piss you off. If you belonged to it and are no longer in it, then I'm glad you're out of it. Gotta make this quick. Mike doesn't got much time on his battery left. You got it, Kid Frost. Let's go. Try this fucking level again. Mike can hear goals anywhere in this town, motherfucker. Um, I still remember on the Money, Power, Respect DVD, which is an old school legendary Chicano rap DVD. Fuck, that DVD had everything from uh, little, uh, SPM getting signed to Universal to Little Rob's beef with royalty and low profile records. Uh, Mr. Little One's bodyguard knocked out a fucking crackhead. Um, but I remember Conan, shout out to Conan, and all the Iranian tobacco he smoked, and fuck disco, I listened to Keeping It 100, anyway, Conan, uh, made fun of, uh, Frost for taking a bus to the studio, that was the most tight, that was the tightest part of the DVD, you know, I love Kid Frost, but, but still, that was one of the greatest roast lines I've ever fucking heard of, but anyway, the World Mission Society Church of God decided to stay at the hotel I was staying at. They booked the meeting room out every day for like a week. That's all they lasted there was a week because that's all it took for us to find out what the fuck was actually going on, right? So during the meeting, they got like these big ass like totes. Like big totes. Like they kind of look like the FEMA coffin totes. If you know what the FEMA coffin totes are, shout out to you. If you don't know what the FEMA coffins are, You'll find out when they throw you and your family in it for not being woke. Anyway, damn, this podcast is long. That's cool, though, shit. There's a long podcast today. Um, then they had nothing but, like, like water cooler jugs, water cooler jugs. And what we found out they was doing is they is uh, baptizing people to... His name's like Anasang Hong or some shit. He's Korean, Korean Jesus. He came back in like the 50s and Mother God and all kinds of other fucking weird shit. Yes, I'm saying it's weird shit. Your shit's weird as fuck. You're a fucking cult. Shame on you motherfuckers. They, we found out they were doing that shit in the meeting room and the boss was like, you guys can't be baptizing people in our meeting room to Korean Jesus. And then we find out the motherfuckers are baptizing people to Korean Jesus 
in the hot tub and in the pool. This family was like, yo, they're uh, they're baptizing in the pool. And they're saying like, well, it was Korean Jesus, on Sung Hung or some shit. It wasn't General Choi Hong Hai. That motherfucker was a taekwondo genius. Shout out to General Choi Hong Hai. Rest in peace. Much love to you, sir. Anyway, uh, that was like on a fucking Friday night. No, Saturday night. She goes, I'm going to kick him out Monday. She goes, I'm going to kick him out Monday. Because that was a Saturday night when that happened. When they were, when they got caught baptizing people to Korean Jesus in the, in the hot tub of the Hampton Inn and Alamosa of all fucking places, y'all. And, uh, And, um, that fucking Sunday morning, that Sunday morning, y'all, um, I, I used to do everything at the Hampton besides housekeep. Uh, me and a handful of other, me, let's see, it was me and, uh, about two other people were the backbone of that fucking hotel for that fucking crackhead boss and... In the end, we're not appreciated, so... You know, at least I don't have track marks in my shit. Anyway, I'll... That's another... That's another topic for another time. But uh, anyway, um... I did breakfast that morning. Y- y'all know the iconic Hampton Inn breakfast, y'all. We had bagel toppers that fucking day, y'all. We had bagel fucking toppers that day. Even though I'm on keto... I'll break my keto for fucking, for, for bagel toppers from the Hampton Inn any fucking day. You know what I'm saying? I just killed Kid Frost too on this game. I'm sorry. T-Bone died. T-Bone Mendes died. Take a chill pill. Anyway. Um, it was 9.50. The breakfast closes at 10. It was a slow fucking morning. I've been doing the desk. They told me, be careful with these motherfuckers. They wipe you out and they come down last minute. Well, I knew the cult was there. I didn't know they were a cult. I kind of starting to figure it out. Because the way, like, when that lady made the complaint. Because I was at the desk the night before when she made the complaint. So that next morning, I did, I did, uh, the breakfast. And, like, fucking... 30 motherfuckers came down at once. Dead-eyed fucking zombies walking in formation wearing like black like black business clothes just so fake nice so fake smile like it was so fucking scary and creepy and um it just felt wrong. Being around these people felt wrong. They made a mess of the buffet area. They fucked the kitchen up. They fucked the dining room up. And this lady comes up to me. She goes, hi, how are you? And I was like, good. How is your stay here? You know, just being professional David. Because there's there's different sides to me, y'all. You guys get Emiliano Manson. And then uh, some of my fam gets Manson. Uh, my immediate family gets DJ. And the business world gets David. And then... Well, I, I... DJ and David are the same fucking person. 
It's just my family calls me DJ because my middle name's Joe. Like, nobody else calls me DJ except, like, immediate, immediate family. But DJ and David are the same guy. But then there's Corporate David. Corporate David's a fucking prick. I hate Corporate David. But anyway, um... I just ran over a cop on accident. I'm sorry. Kid Frost brought me here just to fucking take me to the airport. Like a freight depot or something, man. Anyway, this lady's like, you know, I'm being nice to her, being corporate David. And, uh, she asks if I, she asks what time I get off. I was like, I right, hear probably 11, 11.30. It's supposed to be 11, but you motherfuckers fucked my whole kitchen up, so now I'm gonna be here working a little late on a Sunday afternoon, you bastards. But anyway, she goes, when you're done, would you like to come up to Bible study with us? And I was like, yeah, for sure. I love Bible study. You know what I mean? That's how they get you. They get you with fucking Bible study. You know what I'm saying? They get you with battery. I mean, uh, it's not battery. I said battery because the video game said battery. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, keto, I cook all my shit in, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, um, I was like, yeah, I'm always done with a Bible study, but I ain't gonna go, because it's not a Bible study, I'm, you know, and then my co-worker was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, and I was like, what do you mean, and she goes, you're not going up there, are you, and I was like, no, I'm not going up there, she goes, don't fucking go up there, look at this, and I, she, she brought me to behind the ca- the counter of the front desk where the computers are, and she had it on the World Mission Society, Church of God, like, all this other shit. And she's like, they're a fucking cult, dude. They're a fucking cult. That's why That's why they were baptizing people in our hot tub. That's why they were baptizing people in the fucking uh, hot tub, the meeting room, fucking everything. That's, they're a fucking cult. Stay away from them. And I was like, holy shit, this is fucking real. This explained the dead face. This explained the fucking blame, the brainwashing fucking manners. This, this explained everything, y'all. This, this explained everything. Every bad feeling I got from these fucks, this explained it. This explained why. They were a real fucking cult baptizing people to Korean Jesus in the fucking hotel. And the fucking funny thing is, the whole time they were staying here, staying at the hotel, these fuckers would, uh, they, they try to convert crackheads and all the crackheads would want is their money. They wouldn't want to hear their, their bullshit because it is all bullshit. All their shit is bullshit. If, if you're part of it, get the fuck out as soon as possible. If you're part of it and you're listening to this and this fucking pisses you off and triggers you, fuck off. But anyway, while I'm cleaning the breakfast area that same Sunday, I got invited to fucking Bible study, right? Um... <laughs> they uh in the I forgot what room it was but it was on the third it was either the king suite or the queen I believe it was the queen suite on the third floor it's like 323 or some shit um yeah room 323 or whatever if you've been there you know what's up anyway um and uh 
they were baptizing somebody, y'all, in the bathtub of the hotel suite. In the bathtub of the hotel suite. Damn, these fuckers just fucked my car up. And they literally broke the fucking shower, y'all. They broke the motherfucking shower. Hold on. What a fucking... Oh, no, 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 no. Come on, CJ. At least get a shot in. I didn't even get a shot in. They broke the fucking... Of the hotel. Like, we had to shut off the main water because it was fucking rushing out of the fucking... Uh, I'm gonna put the game away for now. Uh... His laptop's getting hot on my fucking, on, on my Wang, on my Wang Johnson. The Paul Johnson dance. Anyway, like we had to shut off the fucking water in the hotel because that shit was flowing out of the wall. Well, the the boss knew somebody that worked for a plumbing company, but, you know, did plumbing on the side as a side business through him. So we fucking hired him, had him come to the hotel and since it was a Sunday, he brought his wife with him because his wife knew the boss and all that other shit. Well, guess who gets invited to Bible study? The poor plumber's wife, y'all. She gets invited to Bible study and um, she goes up to another room on the fourth floor because keep in mind, her husband's working on the plumbing. Her husband and the, they had to call the Hampton maintenance guy in. So they had to call the Hampton maintenance guy in. And um, fuck you. And he, while he's working, she goes up to the fourth floor for, and I'm doing this in quotations, Bible study. Once she's up in the room, here's what she tells us when it's all said and done. Once she's up in the room, they lock her in the fucking room and they don't let her leave. I don't know what the fuck they were telling her, but they started telling her about Mother God and Korean Jesus, Anna Sung Hung Lung Lung Lung, or whatever the fuck his name is. And like, she wouldn't leave. They'd get in the fucking middle of the door, in front of the doorway, and they would not let her leave and they'd restrain her from leaving. So finally, she fucking, I don't know if it was her cell phone or the hotel phone, but she got a hold of a phone and she dialed 911, y'all. And when she dialed 911, she told him, I'm being, uh, what is it? I'm being held against my will at the Hampton Inn in room 420-something. Cops were there in five fucking minutes. I didn't know that was going on. I'm taking the fucking garbage out, walking back into the fucking side door, and I just see like fucking six cop cars just swarm the fucking hotel. And I walk in at the same time like they're pulling in. And I start power walking down the fucking hallway so I can see what's going down, right? And uh, when I see what's going down is they, they just ask where's room fucking something. Room 420 something. Either 23 or 24, I can't remember. And uh, they go up there and they... Long story short, they kicked the coal out of the fucking hotel. They they told him, you have 15 minutes to get all your crap from every fucking room you guys have and get the fuck out of here now. Or we won't press charges on you or that lady won't press charges on you. That lady didn't want to press charges on him. I don't know why I would have. Um, yeah, man, that, that shit was real. I have heard stories about Colts 
I've seen cartoons and movies about cults, like where uh, Hank Hill started grilling meat to snap Peggy and Luann out of it when they got into the cult shit. Take it old school. Y'all remember the episode of Boy Meets World where Eric, no, Sean, where Sean gets tricked into almost joining that cult. And then Mr. Turner, I think, uh, crashes on his bike or some shit. And Corey Matthews' dad, uh, was his name Jack or Alan or Steve or whatever the fucking dad's name on Boy Meets World is, he shoves that motherfucking cult leader against the wall. See, you always hear about cults and you know they're real, but I got to fucking experience one firsthand and got invited to a fake-ass Bible study by them, which was fucking weird and creepy. They were all over town. Alamosa sucks. My hometown sucks. The only thing those fucking... The city of Alamosa did right was denying their permit to build the church. Because they... and Well, actually, the whole valley. Shout out to the San Luis Valley. This is the only thing you fuckers have done right. All you lame-ass counties in the San Luis Valley, this is the only thing you... Dumbasses, if done right, was banning them from building a fucking Korean Jesus church here. That's the only thing the fucking county and the whole valley did right was not letting them put up a building. But yeah, man. That was a dark, real fucking cult. And it was creepy as fuck. You, like, just because of the way they act, man, it's just, it's It's weird, bro. It's It's weird, man. Like, it, it's scary, but it's just... It's it's weird because you have this feeling that they're going to just grab you and fucking take you. And that's kind of what they did to the plumber's wife, yo. And, and they got out and they've they never been back to Alamosa ever since then. Um, and then I just see a lot of people on YouTube and a lot of people on social media sharing their testimonies of it. You know what I mean? And... Yeah, you know, it's it's just really, really weird, man. Um, you know, I I could have researched and you know what they you know what they uh you know their beliefs and practices, but I ain't wasting my time on that shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't I ain't wasting my time on no bullshit church like that. You know what I mean? Um that's why you guys gotta be careful, you know. You know, especially in today's day and age, man. You know, you, you got a lot of people sleeping with each other that you don't even really know. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you could be a, a cool-hearted dude. You know, you could be a good dude with a good head on your shoulders and you know you're, you know, you're getting your life right. And then the next thing you know, you hook up with somebody who has a total black soul and total negative energy and then you end up having sex with them and then the next thing you know that energy gets transferred into you and you know the next thing you know is like you know there was this there's this picture on Instagram that I had seen that were saying signs if you're possessed by demons or having a spiritual attack and like I don't remember all the steps but the, some of the steps were like you know, if you feel angry for no reason, uh, if you don't talk to people you used to talk to and keep distant for no reason, you know, if you have, you know, self, thoughts of self-mutilation is another one, you know, 
if you hurt yourself and cut yourself and hurt yourself is another one. Taking on an addiction is another one. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then the other one that they said was having sexual desires you've never had before, which is a scary thing. You know, you could be in a loving marriage and all, if you think about it, all except this cult at the end, it all ties together. Well, actually, a cult does, well, not this particular cult I just exposed, kind of, quote unquote, exposed. Um, how do I put this? All three topics today, all three subjects, the sex demons, the music spells, and the cults, they all tie together. Because the cults are the ones who put the spells in the music that cast out the demons, the sex demons, to get in you, if that makes sense. So, just be careful, you guys. Um, you know, the Bible says be sober-minded. You know, so when you when you when you're drinking and doing drugs, you know, you let your guard down for your soul. You know, your spiritual guard is down. And then the next thing you know, you you're hearing some seductive music, ladies that makes you want to get down. You know what I'm saying? And the next thing you know, you're fucking demons. You know. Just be careful, you guys. There's some sick fuckers out there. And I should know. Because I live in Alamosa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's nothing but there's nothing but crooked cops and crackheads and and devil worshipping politicians that run Alamosa, so you know. But anyway, I, you guys didn't hear me say that. Fuck, you guys didn't hear me say that. I'll never play the summer fest again. Damn. I never said that. Shit, I'll never be able to perform in Alamosa again. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, right. But anyway, guys, uh, thank you for getting weird with me. Thank you for getting creeped out. Um, hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I did something totally different. We talked sex demons, cult stories, music spells, all while I, uh, Won a level of San Andreas and lost a level of San Andreas while driving around killing random people and jacking random cars and taxis. So, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Remember, don't go to Bible study for Korean Jesus. Don't get jumped by Freemasons. Own your master copies. That way they don't cast spells in them. And most importantly, guys, do not fuck demons. Re I repeat, do not fuck demons. Good night!